Hi, hey, hello, this is Stacy. Welcome to Second Act Expat, glamping near the danger zone. In this episode, we go to a camping site near the DMZ, and it was an experience unlike any other. Are you ready? Let me tell you what happened. Okay, so the last time I went camping, and I'm putting that in air quotes, um, my daughter was in the brownies, so like Girl Scouts, and it was in a cabin, so it was truly glamping because it wasn't like a tent. So there was electricity, there were bathrooms, like it was nice, you know? Um, So I've never been camping like you know survivor camping like with the possibility of seeing a bear or anything like that uh campfires nothing like that and I still haven't been camping (laughs) because I mean you know that it's not I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it like the roughing it kind of camping but it's just something Ooh, I'm just not sure if I'm cut out for that like how do you go to the bathroom like where do you go what do you do there's no there's no coverage I need coverage I need comfort I'm sorry that's just ooh. I and then the bugs mosquitoes so we looked on Airbnb and found this campsite and we're like oh this looks kind of cool why don't we why don't we just do this and so again cast of characters it was Emmy and Natalie and me, and we decided to pack up and head north. It was really close to North Korea. Like, oh, it was close, man. We pack up all of our stuff, and mind you, we're going to bring lots of food. So we've got lots of stuff. And so we get off work on a Friday. We're going to drive up. Uh, Emmy had already contacted uh, the owner of the Airbnb of the campsite and told him that we were going to be, you know, a little late. Like we're not going to be up there, like check in at three o'clock. So he was aware that we were going to be there in the evening. And here it is again with getting places and getting back. Little did we know how challenging it was going to be to get taxis or buses or anything up there like it was this is really like if you have a car that's what you do you can do it and like we could have taken a bus but we would have still to get to the campsite you would have still needed some kind of car or something we had so much stuff we ended up having to take two taxis and taxi drivers in Korea will not hold back their aggravation (laughs) It was, it was literally a comedy of errors. It was like, we have all this stuff and we're trying to kind of stay together like a caravan. And so the two taxi drivers are talking to each other, but they're, there's like, because we've got so much, you're going to hear that a lot, especially if your bags are heavy. It's like, oh my God, it's like, ugh. We're loading all our stuff in. Emmy and Natalie get in one taxi. I'm in the back taxi and we're just kind of caravanning up. It's a long drive. Like keep in mind, we're going to a rural 
area, like hella rural. I will say it was a kind of, it was a relaxing ride, but at times it was a little off-putting. It's a little scary Um, because the closer that we got to the location, the more you could see um, barbed wire fencing. Oh, I wasn't really comfortable with that. I was like, well, it took us a long time. Like it took us a long time to even get the taxis. So now we're really, really late. We're really late getting there. Once you get there, it's like gravelly roads. It's like winding and it's really, really, really dark. So we get there. There is a parking lot. So you can see where others have driven up and it's late. It is. It's really late. But we've been like, and he's been like contacting him like, we're coming. We're coming. We're so sorry. We didn't realize. And I know he's like, oh my God, freaking foreigners. We arrive. He and his significant other. I'll say that because I'm not, I'm pretty sure she's his wife, but they meet us. They help us with all of our bags. And you remind you, you're going over. <laughs> That's my best uh, impression of luggage going over rocks. Okay. So you're bumping along, you're going over rocks and he shows us to our cabin It looked just like the picture on Airbnb. It was blinged out with string lights, had really cute decor, had two beds. And because there's mosquitoes, because there's always mosquitoes, had netting around the beds. So that that was nice. But it was funny when we got in the room, they electricity, like very, very comfortable, true glamping in every sense of the word and I was so happy about it there was like a little couch little table they had all the things that you needed they had a kettle and really cute lights and a nightstand I'm trying to think of everything else it was it was precious I was so impressed so the ground so this is some of the grounds there there is an outhouse There's like an outdoor, so you have to go to an outdoor section for the shower and the bathroom. And it wasn't bad. It it really wasn't bad, but I can't honestly say I was roughing it. When you wake up in the morning, I have, you know, certain things that I do, as we all do in the morning. And like, it was just, it was something I had to put on my gym shoes, climb down, because we're up a little bit high. We're on a, the tent is on a platform. So you have to kind of climb down and then walk across the gravel and then into the bathroom. Hopefully no one's in there yet. No one's in there. No one's around. And then, you know, you do what you got to do and then you, walk back, you're barely putting your gym shoes on because, you know, you're walking on the backs of your heels. You're like, I, I don't have time for all that. And then, so it, it was a little bit like, oh, I got to 
I almost have to kind of work out a little bit in the morning before I can go to the bathroom. That's fine. That's fine. But they provided everything that you needed. And since we had planned to cook, we had planned to grill. They give you, you can get a grill for like 10,000 won. You can rent a grill for like 10,000 won for your stay, which is about eight to nine dollars. Um, and so once you pay that, that's it. It's yours for the weekend. And so we had all of our food. We had fruits and vegetables and um, we had a spread. We had a nice spread. And the next morning it was beautiful it was so gorgeous we got there perfect weather and there's he has music that's kind of pumped in throughout so it's very soft music really nice and um there's a little there's a kitchen area so once you finish using your dishes you go and wash your dishes and bring them back to your cabin and man it the setup was really cool there were some places that were campers there were some rooms, rooms that were campers, some that were like cabins or tents. Um, and you could see it. It's, it's a pretty large area and the grounds are gorgeous. They even provide uh, camp pits for your campfire. The grounds are amazing. You see these sculptures. There are parts of it that are telling a story. It's it's powerful. It's thought-provoking. And the owner of this sculpture park is the artist Shidong Park. And uh, Park Shidong. And he is this incredible human being. He is the nicest. He's so gentle and and so patient and I love the vibe between he and his wife like they are the, the coolest people ever it is an experience you walk the grounds and you see these pieces that are enormous but bold dramatic colors um lots of limbs so you're looking at feet with toes splayed, um, hands. There's like one hand that's like a peace sign. It's breathtaking. It, 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 it was an experience. I had never seen anything like that before. And I truly appreciate um, his work. So those are the grounds. And, uh, and then at night, you know, people are coming out, they're, they're starting their fire pits and it's just a vibe. So now people are kind of drinking a little bit and okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. There was a, there was a group, we, we watched them come in. It was, it was like two couples and we watched them come in and there was one woman in particular who was just so animated so by the towards the end of the evening uh she had a little bit to drink and she's a little bit tipsy and she's very friendly and she came over to where we were and 
started having full-on conversations and was so she was so giggly and she was so happy and she was so loud that uh oh you gonna get in trouble he came over like the vibe there is like it's not party scene like it's you know there's families there and so he kind of wants to keep it like okay we're not trying to get loud and drunk and sloppy like can you just tone it down a little bit so he kind of shushed her he was like shh shh <laughs> She's like, oh, so let me. <laughs> she started apologizing, but then she would keep going. And we were like, we were trying not to laugh. We just couldn't help it. We're like, oh, this, this girl is hilarious. But she was really sweet. And then they ended up coming, the whole group ended up coming over and bringing, um, they brought chocolates, if I remember correctly. They brought chocolates and they brought beer. And we were like, whoa, okay. And it was, it was a very subdued party because he was over there checking us out like, shh, shh. don't make any noise. It was a really good time. We grilled, we grilled our food. Um, we walked the grounds. He has a really nice space and I would definitely, definitely go back, even though I am terrified of the DMZ. You know, everybody makes fun of me about it. But I'm like, listen, I'm not trying to mess with North Korea in any way, shape or form. I want them looking over and looking through their, you know, their binoculars and going, hey, uh-huh, I see her right there. No, 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 look away. I don't want you looking at me. I'm not here. I'm not bothering anything. So, yeah, that that part gives me the heebie-jeebies. Okay, anyway. <laughs> A little bit more about him. I actually found a really interesting post about the artist on a website called circlesandsquares.asia. I just want to read like a little bit of what the author has to say about him. Mr. Park is a remarkable man with the kindest face, the ultimate patience with children and foreigners. <laughs> So true, so true. <laughs> because, because when you talk about patience, first of all, there was the patience of waiting for the foreigners to arrive. Okay, there's that. Then when we were leaving, there was the ultimate patience of trying to get us back because we could not get taxis back. And Here's the thing about Korea. Sometimes in certain situations, you really need a Korean person to help you. Like there's just, it's, you got to get the Korean hookup, if I'm being honest, where you have to ask a Korean person to like get a taxi for you or because it's like they won't, they won't do it. It's, it's, it's an odd dynamic sometimes because taxi drivers if you're not going far enough, or if you're going too far, they're like, I'm not coming to pick you up. I don't know why people don't want to just make money. If that's your job. Hey, hey, I listen, I don't understand. But that's just the way it is. Korea has tried to make it so the taxi drivers don't do that. They they so that they don't have 
a bias about where you're going. Like they should just pick you up and take you. Oh my God. Anyway, so we couldn't get a taxi back and he and his wife were literally on the phone. Like, oh my God. Oh, trying to get us away back. Bless him. They were, it, it took forever, but finally, finally got taxis back. And when I tell you during the day, because remember we came up at night during the day when I saw the, the drive back, I am so glad I did not see that beforehand. There were parts where literally I could look down the side and I'm like, uh, I'm looking straight down. Please, sir, please focus on the road because, oh, that's a drop. Oh my God, they hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> they really do. And they are just the coolest people. And he even gave us um, some brochures so that I, and I still have mine because he's going to have more exhibits in that. So I definitely want to go to one of his exhibits. Yeah, highly highly recommend it it's picture time all right okay so in that first picture that's one of the sculptures and you'll see it's just bright red toes wide open stretched wide open and uh and you see the grounds just it's like the contrast between the sculptures and the green there's so much texture going on here. It's, it's fantastic. Okay. Next one. Okay. So this is, we went all the, you see how close we are. You see how close we are. Uh, Yonchon Gun. Okay. So this is a little bit different than a Gu and it's different than a Shi. Remember I talked about the differences between the cities and the provinces and all of that. Okay. So this is a Gun. Gun is more like rural. So it's rural. So it's not really city. It's just, and it's far. I can tell you that. So we went to Sculpture Park and the campsite in Begakmyon. Okay, so in this next picture, you can see this, again, another beautiful piece. The blue, the contrast. Uh, I think, yeah, you can see behind that is like this little tea house that he has there. You can get tea and coffee and the grounds are just fantastic. And then there's Natalie and Emmy giving us a pose in front of our tent. And then top right, you see we've got our fresh vegetables and fruits and so good. If you go down, see there's one of the campers. So you've got a camper there. So it's kind of a hodgepodge. You have tents, you have campers, and then there's like little sculptures and pieces of artwork all around the site and if you go down one more another one very this was a very evocative uh piece so it's a couple embracing and there's a lot happening in that one it's lovely it's just gorgeous and then over to the left at the bottom that is again the tea house and we didn't get a chance to go over there um but they you can go inside there's more art and there's coffees and teas and there's the peace sign that I was talking about 
there's beautiful um, flowers and foliage and it's lovely and lush, very lush area. Also, you can see he likes to sculpt lots of limbs. So there's like legs in the back. There's another camper. So they're close to that. And if you look really carefully, there's a, a military helmet. He has quite a few freestanding pieces that are representative of the military, not of war, but just of the military. And so you'll sometimes you'll see boots, you'll see helmets. It's 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 powerful. And like I said, this was really an experience. Okay, so this last picture, usually it's me in the back, but yeah, I'm like, eh, we've got a campfire. You can see our barbecue in the back, and that's our little table. This is in front of our cabin and the fire pit. And so he sets it up for you, and oh, wow, it was just, it was great. I'm glad I did it, and I definitely, definitely will do that again. It was a fantastic experience, and I highly recommend it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed I really enjoy talking about it because I, I am very passionate about art. I'm an artist, and so I, I work in another medium, but I really, really was thrilled to be there and to have met him. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the reviews, the ratings, the stars. You guys have no idea how much that means to me. Uh, scroll the notes if you're listening on your favorite place for podcasts. Uh, I've got a little bit of Korean in there as well. Follow me, Second Act Expat, on Instagram and secondactexpat.com, the website. Yeah, and... That's all I have for today. That's a wrap.